Thank you all for coming. And I think there's been a serious misunderstanding. I want you all to know that everything that you have seen in my theater is an illusion. It's a trick. It's not real. I can't bring loved ones back from the grave. I can't receive messages from the other side. I apologize if I've given you any false hope. My intention has only been to entertain, nothing more. And can you imagine hearing that said by some of these scam artists? There are so many of them out there. In this case, this is from the movie The Illusionist. If you haven't seen it, I will say nothing else about it. See it, enjoy it, have fun with it. It is a passionate movie. It is a wonderful, wonderful movie. And with me to discuss forgiveness, apologies, is Dr. Tara Smith, a specialist in ethics, and she's a professor of philosophy at the University of Texas, Austin, where she currently holds the Anthem Foundation Fellowship, and she is the author of Ayn Rand's Normative Ethics. Now get this, the subtitle is The Virtuous Egoist. Imagine loving your own life and having it be moral, virtuous, and welcome to the show, Tara. Thank you. It's nice to be here. And, you know, people will say, I get many cases where people will come in and a wife or a husband has cheated on one another. And they say, you know, but it's my husband's duty to forgive me. Uh, he should have mercy on me. And or my wife's duty to forgive me that, you know, I had a few affairs, but, you know, she should she should be able to just turn the other cheek and go light on me. And she doesn't. She's real angry with me. Mm-hmm. Can you talk about forgiveness? Yeah. Yeah, I think that is a very prevalent attitude that we all owe one another forgiveness, whatever the misdeed, the, uh, the wrongs that may have been com- uh, committed. And I think it's a completely unfounded, misguided destructive idea. Forgiveness can be appropriate in some cases, but it's got to be earned. That is, I mean, the basic scenario in which the possibility of forgiveness even arises is one in which one person has in some way, shape, or form wronged another. It could be something as serious, as grave as the marital infidelity example that you raise. It could be breaking a confidence, and depending on what that confidence was about, that could be a more or less serious thing. There are all sorts of ways, minor or major, full spectrum, in which one person can, again, wrong another or transgress. When one is the victim of this, you face a choice of, how should I view this person? Exactly. How should I understand? I've had people say to me, how do I judge my wife's character? How do I judge my husband's character now that he's cheated on me? I don't know. I'm confused. Well, what you've got to do is look at all of the evidence. The person's previous track record, how serious this offense was, what the person's own attitude toward the offense is. You know, is it a kind of casual, oh, what are you so upset about, honey? Is it a... Yeah, I'm sorry. Come on, I told you I'm sorry. You know, expressed just the cheap forgiveness in a very hollow way. Does the person, you know, alternatively, it's clear to you, and this is the kind of thing that can usually only be made clear over some period of time, that the person himself truly, sincerely regrets what he did to you. That he doesn't want to be the kind of person who did that thing or could do such a thing. That he is taking steps to try to strengthen himself such that he not do it again. To repair his character. Yeah. I mean, there will be objective evidence about this person's character. And that is what you're assessing when when you're choosing whether or not to forgive a person. To forgive a person is 
to reach a certain kind of judgment about that person, a certain sort of moral conclusion. It's in effect to say, while what he did here was wrong, I'm not going to write him off completely on the basis of that, or I'm not going to take that misdeed as a sign of an irredeemably bad character. But if that's what the judgment of forgiving another person is, then you have to have good reason to not write him off on that basis, to think, yes, this was a terrible thing he did, but, and there's got to be a follow-up to that but, of but he's also done A, B, C, D, and E, and he's trying to make it up to me, and I have these reasons to think it's sincere, And let's say in the case of an affair, he's trying very hard to make it up, and let's say that he, he, we give him 100%, a gold star okay. for his effort. He does everything what, right, mm-hmm. and the wife still sits there and says, I went through, I don't know, months or years of hell, mm-hmm. and the, the damage and the scars are so deep that even if he's repaired his character, mm-hmm. I never want to see his face again, assuming mm-hmm. they don't have kids. Is that uh-huh. legitimate? If you, even well, if the person has um, gone on and made themselves a decent person again, that right. you have been so personally wounded by that person yeah. that you don't want to connect with them anymore? No, I think that's a very interesting question. And I think we have to distinguish between two things, two different um, aspects of the the woman, in this case, her response to the husband. One is whether or not she forgives him. The other is whether or not she continues to have a relationship with him. Mm -hmm. Forgiveness, as I was saying a few minutes ago, is a kind of judgment that you make of another person. It's an assessment of his character. And if, as you said, this guy has truly earned the gold star, he has distanced himself from that sort of action, et cetera, et cetera, then he has earned your forgiveness in the sense that he has earned A different evaluation. I'm sorry? A different evaluation of his current character. So your evaluation has to be truthful to what all of the evidence is. And if he truly is a good guy who regrets this terrible transaction, you have to honestly forgive him. However, that doesn't entail that you have to get back into bed with him. So you don't have to love this person that did damage to you. Your emotions may not be up to speed with your conscious evaluation. And he did did do real damage to you, so why wouldn't that be integrated? That is the kind of of breach, you know, of of marital fidelity that is typically searing to the victim. And it is natural that her emotions may not have yet caught up, and they may never be caught up. But... Uh, you don't owe it to a person to have an ongoing relationship with so, them. You owe it to to, your, to a person because you owe it to yourself to be honest in evaluating so that So she again, would be... That, that, go ahead. Oh, she would be accurate in saying, I can see that he's changed his character, but he is the individual that damaged me in the past, and I choose, because of the harm he did me in the past, even if he's changed and I recognize that fact fully, I don't like him, I never want contact with him. Well, I also think, I, I mean, I, I think that would probably be one, um, one possibility. I would see it slightly differently in... in in this way. A person might think, yes, he has reformed that bad part of himself, and he is basically a good guy, and so on. But simply, it's too painful for me. The memories of the affair still flood whenever I'm with him. That's or a good point. We try Very to be good romantic point. Or something. So it's not even that I don't like him. It's just that I do like him, but the emotions are still too So it's a mixed case. And alive. 
such that, and I don't have any obligation to anyone to put myself through that if that's what maintaining the relationship, at least at this stage, Very good be. point. Very, very good point. So forgiveness is not taking an eraser, like in the, the yes, Judeo-Christian yeah. ethics, and mm-hmm. erasing their past the way we yeah. would erase a traffic violation off of a record. Um, yeah. It's not that. It is has to be earned by accurate evaluation exactly. of a person's character by rational standards. Exactly. And sometimes it will be earned, in which case you do owe it to the person to forgive him. And sometimes it won't be earned. So, so I think forgiveness itself is not a virtue. It's not an unconditional good. It is the, the propriety of forgiving somebody really depends on the evidence about what that person is doing. Uh, so it's always... To, yeah, go ahead. To reform himself, what his own attitude is toward the transgression. So it's always being reality-based. I'm with Dr. Tara Smith, who is the author of Ayn Rand's Normative Ethics, uh, The Virtuous Egoist. Thank you so much for joining us, Tara. Thank you. And I've enjoyed being with you today on The Rational Basis of Happiness. I'm Dr. Ellen Kenner, and you can visit my website, drkenner.com. Here's an excerpt from The Selfish Path to Romance by clinical psychologist Dr. Ellen Kenner. Here are a few assertiveness tips that may help you express yourself more effectively. One, ask your partner to verify that he or she has heard what you said. This will avoid misunderstandings. For example, ask in a genuine tone of caring, have I expressed myself clearly? Two, if you did something wrong, be honest about your mistakes. When you own up to the truth, you do not engage in endless battles, starting with, I'm sorry, but. The buts may put your partner back on the attack again, and they do not work toward resolving the conflict. Furthermore, when you are honest, your partner has more respect for you. Admitting mistakes is not a sign of weakness, but of moral integrity. This strengthens your self-esteem. You can download Chapter 1 for free by going to drkenner.com. And you can buy the book at amazon.com.